When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It sure did, big man. Um, another day, another Epstein document dump. What the latest documents say or don't say, and the issue of are there tapes out there, and are these tapes involving Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Richard Branson, lots of big names. We're going to tackle this tape issue because it seems to be the Epstein issue du jour with all the latest documents that were just released earlier today, Frankie C. So that's on this episode. Okie um, dokie. We also have a bold prediction from JP Morgan and one of their top strategists that Joe Biden will not run for reelection later on this year. So we'll tackle that as well. What? And then a little bit of a fun thing, and maybe perhaps for some, back to the pedophilia talk when we go over the Golden Globes and uh, discuss one of Hollywood's biggest nights. All that and more. On this episode, I liked it when Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes. He was good. I don't think he'll ever do it again, though. I don't think so either. I think with that golden era has passed, my friend. It's gone. Done. All right. The latest uh, Epstein document dump and follow me here. Because I'm not saying that there are the, the existence of sex tapes is real mm. and i'm not saying it's not real i'm saying we had a deposition we had one of the victims this is what one of the victims says or said happened you all draw your own conclusions now i will say trump clinton branson all the people that we've named have all denied uh the existence of any tapes or wrongdoing it's very important that we put that up there up front um but again, I'm going to read you the whole story as as it happened, as it unfolded today, and uh, everybody can make their own sort of judgment. So more documents coming out. And what we're going to focus on is a young lady named Sarah Ransom, R-A-N-S-O-M-E. She was writing emails to a New York Post columnist, Maureen Callahan, back in 2016. She claimed that several people in Epstein's circle um abused a friend of hers and also claimed that there were tapes that epstein had made and had made copies of uh that this abuse existed she names donald trump she names bill clinton she names prince andrew she names uh virgin atlantic business billionaire richard branson okay she doesn't name who her friend is um According to the documents, she, can, uh, she this is Ransom's deposition. This is her statement. She, meaning her friend, confided in me about her casual friendship with Donald Trump. Mr. Trump definitely seemed to have a thing for her, and she told me how he kept going on about how he liked her pert nipples. I've never heard pert uh, be a description for nipples, but okay. No. Um gross though i also know she had sexual relations with trump at jeffrey's new york mansion on regular occasions ransom 
then in October of 20, uh, October 23rd of 2016, walked back all of the accusations, telling the reporter in an email, I would like to retract everything I have said to you and walk away from this. Huh. Now, if you Particular recall, reason? 2016 was the election of Donald Trump, right? Right. Um, she added that only bad things and pain for my family would come from going public. Ah, that's why. In 2019, she admitted in a New Yorker article that she invented the tapes to draw attention away from, to draw attention to Epstein behavior. Trump advisor Stephen Chang said in a statement earlier today, these baseless accusations have been fully retracted because they are simply false and have no merit. Clinton's rep, uh, Angel Urena, declined to comment. A Virgin Group spokesperson told The Post, in a New Yorker report published in 2019, Ransom admitted that she had invented the tapes. We can confirm that Sarah Ransom's claims are baseless and unfounded. Ransom, who's been living abroad since at least 2017, is now living in London, never produced the alleged tapes. She didn't immediately return a request for comment from multiple outlets on Monday, today, when all this is surfaced. The emails were filed in a since-settled defamation lawsuit, uh, Virginia Jeffrey against um, Ghislaine Maxwell, same case that we've been talking about the last couple of days. And uh, that's basically it in a nutshell. Now, if, yeah, go ahead. If any such tapes existed, she probably wouldn't have them. Why would she have them? Number one. Number two, I, you got to imagine that if they still exist, after Epstein was no longer alive and they rate and they went through his his homes and his, his all his, his locations, his island, whatever, you'd think they would have come across, you know, F FBI would have seen them, confiscated them, or unless someone else has got them that we don't know about. There's another, mm. maybe there's another player that we are not aware of. Um, but where would these tapes exist? And I have to imagine they would be regular tapes. They probably wouldn't be digital files. I, I, I can't, you know, if, if we're going from the 90s, early 2000s, my guess right. would be tape. Correct. Unless, yeah, they were good... unless they were transferred over somehow. It's a good guess. So. Um, you know, I'm, listen, I she retracted them, right? That's all mm. we can go on is that she said, I made it all up and it doesn't exist. She did say, I made it all up. I don't want to be in the spotlight. Too much trouble for my family. I don't want to come forward. She didn't say that it, they didn't exist. She said, I want to retract my statement, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Let me go maybe back they and don't. the exact thing so we're not. Uh, yeah, maybe they don't point. exist. But if she said, if all she said was, I don't want to go public because it'll hurt my family. She said, I would like to retract everything I have said to you and walk away from this. Only bad things and pain for my family would come from going public. Right. Going public. So okay, now doesn't that put a little thing in your stomach of that puts a thing in my stomach of they exist and she's afraid. Right. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. And anybody, anybody in their right mind, I feel like, again, listen, is it great? Is it click worthy for us to, to, to perpetuate a, a lie and a falsehood that these sex tapes exist with two former presidents and a prince? It sure does. But at the same time, being as responsible and non-clickbaity as, we, as we've been, 
Um, any right-minded individual would look at this and go, well, she's clearly just afraid and she's... Yeah, this is all speculation. We don't know that, that maybe they don't exist. Maybe she retracted because she made it up. Maybe. But that's, I mean, she didn't say she made it up. She said she's just stepping away from it because she wants to get out of the public spotlight because it's it hurt. It would be hurtful to her family. So that's not the same thing as I made it up. Right. Now, the reason why, I, again, I feel comfortable talking about this is because we know for sure that he had video cameras in his house. And we know this for several reasons. One, people said that they saw them. Plus, he's a billionaire. you got to imagine there's some sort of security. Tons of security. And lest we not forget the famous story of the FBI coming and cataloging everything in both his New York and Miami homes, and especially in Miami, where they let the stuff sit out there and somebody came and swiped it for, they lost it for a couple of hours. Remember that? When they just, there was just stacks and stacks of documents and tapes and all kinds of things. And... Then it was like, oh, where was that stuff that we were going to pick up? And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, we found it again. You know, where the hell that? did it go? Was there an explanation of where the hell it disappeared to for however long? The FBI gathered it all together in the room. And they never found They never found out where it disappeared to for the, for the few hours. It just happened to be gone for a couple hours. You know, long enough for... For for somebody to come through and cherry pick the really bad ones and make sure that they don't see the light of day, right? Know? Or for someone to come through and switch them out with uh, blank ones or whatever. Yeah, whatever exactly. Keep them Ex- for themselves. Exactly. So, for uh, again, what's it called for blackmail purposes? Who the hell knows? Right. So again, uh, responsible journalist doesn't want to be sued. AOA podcast. Right. No, she no, retracted it. it. These it, don't exist. So we can't. Yeah. As far as we know, what tapes? We don't know. We don't know right. nothing about tapes. She said she retracted it. That means there's probably no tapes. So we can't go on the basis of, yes, there's tapes. We can't. So our stance is, unless she came forward and said, yeah, there's tapes, but we're, but I'm not going to say anything else about it. That's that's where we are. We, we're firmly behind the there's no tapes because we don't want to be sued because we don't want to be sued so there are, so can we say alleged tapes you could say alleged i mean the fact that she retracted it really kind of kills everything because she's basically saying i i take it all back i made it up it's not it's not true she said well yes yeah, i take it all back so once someone retracts their statement legally you have no choice but to go all right well it's that's that's that then I don't right. know to tell you. Uh, we, at least we do. Right. But anybody, again, in their right mind would look at this and go, mm, that, this that doesn't... smells a little fishy. Right. Right. But, but... nobody could be comfortable. Like, I, again, any journal... Again, not that we're journalists. No, I... We're definitely not journalists. We don't read... We, we're repeating stuff we en- that we, we hear. We entertain and inform, and in that order. Right? Right. We um, inform based on other people's hard work right right exactly so other people's journalism right so you know again any journalist would be like okay you know this these are alleged these are, you know she retracted it blah 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 but no journalist would would leave it there i mean anybody with any ounce of self-respect to try and find the truth would continue to see if if such a thing existed and if she would ever want to you know yeah. 
change your mind, turn it around, say not something. Only that, not only that, because if, if let's say these alleged tapes ex allegedly existed, she can't be the only person. Let's say they do definitely exist. She wouldn't be the only person that would know about it. So a journalist might try to go track down other people that might have okay. seen these alleged tapes. Yeah. People that work there, people that have visited, anybody, people that have went there that had nothing to do with anything scandalous and just like it, like maintenance people or cleaning people, whatever. Who knows? I don't know. You know, pilots, anybody, security team. I'm sure he had. He didn't. Did he hire private? Like he had his own security, or did he hire from a company, or was it? You know, that's a, he did not actually travel with security a lot of the he time he didn't have any detail with him any people I, with any security guards not that i have ever really seen or have ever seen any in, in all of this i have never seen joe the security guard not to say that he didn't have but i have not i've not seen it in photographs i have not seen people refer to security yeah. i'm sure there was on the island i'm sure there was some form of something you know in most of his places but I I don't recall. We've heard of chefs. We've heard of gardeners. Like not got, really bodyguards. You're, you're traveling with billionaires and all these people, and you're on a. You have your own private plane, get your own island. You got however many properties. You figured you'd have one, at least one person walking with you that could take down someone that's yeah that tries to you know get in your way, whatever the case may be. Just someone. I mean, you're obviously. I'm not saying your wallet is loaded with hundreds, but you you probably got something valuable, whatever the case may be. Yeah, but you know what's interesting? Nobody knew who the hell he was before you know? this all. Yeah, for no, the well, most that, part, that's not had... true. Well, I mean, celebrities did, famous people did. Oh, back he was in the running 90s in and 80s. Yeah, he was running in circles. But unless you're on the cover of some big magazine for being a billionaire. The layperson didn't know. We didn't, nobody knew who the hell he was. You know, he wasn't a most celebrity. Criminals. Yeah, most criminals who would mug him or try and kidnap him or whatever really like had who? no idea. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 true. Maybe there wasn't a threat. He wasn't, you know, that's that's because yeah. nobody knew who the hell he was outside of the people that he socialized with. I mean, again, I feel that just existing out in the Hamptons, like, I can't tell you how many times people would be like, oh, that guy's a billionaire. I'm like, that guy with the sneakers and the. Yeah. You, you don't know. know. And that's the thing. I mean, if you're a billionaire, you personally, Anthony, if you're a billionaire, would you at least have one security guard, no matter what, if anybody knew who you were or anything? 100 million percent. One person, just a, a guy, anybody, a man, a woman, someone who's walking with you wherever you go, even if it's your driver, I and mean, this person happens to be your security detail as well. Someone just getting you back just just in case something goes down. One million percent. In fact, I'll tell you what. The biggest sense of anxiety I have to the what if I won the lottery scenario is like I will play this Me game. Me asking often, you like, for a, for a, <laughs> hey, can I borrow 10 grand? <laughs> yeah, you would immediately get money. You know that. But it is if I won $250 million, am I going to have enough money to pay a security team. I don't know about a team. We might. I mean, the proper amount of money for the rest of my life. You know what I, I mean? Don't, like, no, that's I, mean, what I, I don't know. But how much does a security person make a year? It's a great someone question. Putting, putting their life, you know, someone 
risk their life. I would, I would imagine for an individual, you're talking about at least 150 to 200,000 per person for a year for a security person for one person. Yeah. And I would imagine you'd go with a company that provides much more than a person. Well, if you got $250 million and that's, and you're not just sitting on it and like spending it and you're investing it and making more as you go, you know, you'd have to be able to, well, that's what I'm saying. You might be able to, to throw down a few hundred grand a year for, for a security detail. But it might, again, it might not be even a threat. You might, nobody knows who you are. Mm -hmm. and nobody knows that you have this money. Who, you know. Beaver Boys, what a good point here. He had bodyguards. They were called the CIA. Oh. A truth in there. Rim shot for Beaver Boys. Yeah, but, uh, no, but Boys. it's true. Like, you think about it. Like, because, again, I want to, everybody wants to win fuck you money and i don't have to work any more money and now you're kind of like well all right how much do i have to make to keep the security team going and make sure and then you also and then i also think about the italian job remember uh they flipped on what's his name and you know now you got to worry about security guards gone bad and and remember how okay remember know? richie rich okay let's not forget the movie richie rich what's his name life turned on many life lessons in richie rich there's a lot, there's a lot you could take away from that 1996 family film, uh, but uh, the guy from Night Court turned on the riches and uh, you know sent them packing. So you gotta you gotta pay enough to keep people happy. I mean, how could you ever fully trust your your security? I guard? couldn't, dude. When I tell you the idea of winning 250 million dollars, I would almost want to. You would never know. I, I take it off your hands if you if you're worried about having that much money, just give it give it over here. I swear to you, I'll hold it for you. Nobody would be the wiser. I would get a slightly nicer house than I have now. I would get a slightly nicer car than I have now. You and I that. would travel far more frequently. Outside of that, nobody would have any clue because this well, idea. Those are all three big things. I would I'd pick up on that pretty quickly. No, but I mean, like I would have like. Uh, you know, maybe an electric, maybe a Tesla instead of a regular car. You know what I mean? Like I, that, you know a Tesla. I wouldn't go out and buy. I sent, by the way, I sent you the most gorgeous car I've ever seen. This what? Rolls, the Rolls Royce. I put it in the, in the friend chat. I, I don't even know what it's oh, called. Okay. Yeah. Did you well, see it? They have these out of, yeah, they have these out of control cars now that, that are so impractical and ridiculous. It's like you got it. Show it to everybody. It's like Let me see pitch if I could bring black, it up here. matte black, which I love a matte black car. I can't imagine how much that car is worth. I would never, ever, ever, ever buy that car if I had the money to buy it. Why am I? I'm, I can't find it. Where, where? When did you send it? It was a couple of days ago in the friend in the friend uh, yeah. in the friend chat. I gotta go past like Janine's brother's balls pictures. And <laughs> <laughs> it is the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen, but it looks. Thank you, Mercury. Love matte black too. To me, that's the epitome of class in, in cars. I'm starting to car. get into the matte colors, cars. The you know that. My only thing with that, I like the way they look, but for some reason, texturally, I feel like I wouldn't want to scratch my fingernails on it. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, the, yeah. Doesn't that freak you out a little bit? Yeah. But it like does. Them. But think about it. Like you win all this money, or you have all this money, and now you want to live on Park Avenue or buy this mansion of a house. Like you're just, I feel like you're just drawing attention to yourself, and you're begging to be robbed. 
you know right uh, no like, if you, like, do you if, remember growing up as a kid like your mom would be like if you had i don't even like a game boy or something and you, your mom would be like put that and put that under the back seat but don't <laughs> let people see well of course know. yeah the, you don't want to be like oh, i have all this unattended stuff in the car in the back seat yeah you don't that, do that mentality haunts me to this day here it is can i show it yeah yeah you show it it's a Rolls Royce something or other. Fuck, look at this fucking thing. Is it's the most beautiful car I've ever seen. Like, it's a crazy looking car. It's gorgeous. This is, you know, I like when they show these things and the way they like open and turn and like, it's like this. You never, you're never gonna see these things on the street. These are like collectors' cars that nobody ever drives. Yeah, but you say that though. But you drive 20 minutes up the road from where I am in the summer, and you will see these. You will see these cars. You'll see driving around or like. Oh yeah, just anywhere. That, oh, that's... Job's Lane in Southampton, Main Street. Hell yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. man. They I, they had one car that um it was in the it was in the New York Times. It was like the it was like this that weird you know that silver color that looks purple and green like fluorescenty like you know in the nineties yeah. like every that, gift bag at a party had <laughs> that weird rainbowy color weird. it looks like a fish yeah. or like an oil iridescent spike. thank you cuddles iridescent somebody has a, a Ferrari or whatever it was Porsche in that color it was in the New York Times like three weeks later I just have I we saw it. Yeah but how much you know nobody's how much does that thing cost? Oh, it was like a five hundred thousand dollar car. Who's? Why would you? Unless uh, five hundred thousand dollar car. Unless you're a billionaire. I mean, a billion to a billionaire. That's like buying. Yeah, this a is what bicycle. These, dude, I know a guy. His whole business out here he used to be an advertiser for us. His whole business was just just warehousing these cars, and and just they holding would, them. Just holding them, and pe and people would come out, and they would send whoever from their staff would come by. Pick well, that's got to be an insurance nightmare. I mean, he's got to pay up up the nose. Yeah, you know, through the nose. Because they would hands. keep it. They would keep it in a warm garage. They would run it every night. Like they they did upkeep. They take care it. of it. Yeah. They took care of it while for nine months out of the year while it was sitting. You know, and then they would just drive it around for the week or the weekend, and then I always thought the, the biggest. I I would have to imagine the most lucrative do nothing business has got to be storage units. If you yeah. own a storage unit. A storage building with yeah. all these units in it. I mean, what do you got to do? You got to make sure the place is running with electricity and cool, you know, and you pay the insurance. I mean, and the property. Uh, what? It's the most passive the income business, they say, because you exactly. there's no, there's literally no upkeep. You don't got to do anything. Yeah, you keep the, you know, keep track of the books. Who's buying units? Who's not? Who's renting them? Who's not? In and out. Other than that. It's it the business runs itself most of the time with automatic bill pay now too. People forget they even have that shit. They're just coughing up five hundred bucks a month just to fucking. I I would love to meet someone who owns a bill a storage unit building, and be like this guy this person's got to be living the easy life. There's no, it's all income. I mean yeah. insurance has got to be crazy because you got to insure every single thing, and something happens. You you know but I guess. What happened? I, I, you know, knock on wood. I can't imagine a lot of those places. Yeah, but they're you all think those places are, are 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 targets. They have surveillance, though. They have surveillance. They have everything's locked up. But I'm sure yeah. there's a security guard or something. But other than that, I don't know. Most people because yeah, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that you're gonna go. In the, that's the thing. 
someone's going to rob a place, there's no guarantee they're going to get something good. They're going to go open a storage unit and see boxes of bullshit. Yeah. But out here in the Hamptons, they have like warehouses. Like yeah. it's not like they go to like, I don't know, name a storage place, you know, storage R us or whatever. It's not right. like they're going there. Like they literally have. Oh, I'm sure they've got the warehouses. top of the line. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of places. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. I could say that there's one place that's like part of an airport and there's like, I remember the first time I went there, I go, it's a fucking air. Like, I don't, there's like 19 hangars. Like what? No, there's no planes coming in and out. It was like an older, you know, one of the older ones. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, 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 such and such owns this. And that's got all kinds of shit. And who knows what the fuck they're storing in there. And and it's just yeah. huge hang airport hangers filled yeah. with billionaires stuff. It's unbelievable. The people who own that and rent them out to whoever. God, that's because they have the, the most expensive clients. The clients will pay whatever to keep these things safe. And yeah, yeah. Oceania, I love Storage Wars. Yeah, that that show was good. I don't, I'm on. I don't know what's going on. Is is that all staged? They said it was like some people said it was. It wasn't. They open the things. They put something expensive in there. Is that mm. true? Do they? Is that all? That's probably I'm, not all legit, probably, right? I would probably say it's not all staged, but I'd probably say that if See, they're staring, like, if they're staring at a month's worth of tapings that has nothing, they're probably like, all right, get the fucking crew out I would, there. I got to tell you, you know, I I don't mind. I used to I used to watch that show and when they they open up a, a storage unit and they find you know something mildly interesting and it turns out to be worth nothing just as entertaining as mm. if they find something and it's worth a thousand dollars yeah I used it's to just watch as entertaining it's the journey mm. they go oh look at this thing this this looks like an old model car whatever you know and they find out it's worth 50 cents you know but uh, it's all fun you know but then there was a guy that that he opened it up and there were paintings in there and he and it, they all these things were turned out to be like worth 300 grand or something i'm like all right he, this guy made out pretty good and then all these people own like they own uh these places where they resell stuff like furniture and stuff you know i know that always stores. when i watch that they would be like oh this will be this is like 80 dollars all day long and i'm like what for old shutters 80 who's yeah, paying new maybe yeah like who's and buying that right there were there were people on the show that like would go all right this is 80 dollars for these shutters but they would work on them they would paint them they would fix them up yeah you know there were people that did that but i used to look at i used to watch these shows and go, this is amazing they're finding all this this cool stuff and they're making yeah, a living it's, me it's, too it I seems was like talking... a fun fun show it was cool, when was but... the last time you watched that shit i mean fucking probably it's 12 years ago yeah no i wouldn't say 12 i'd say right before the pandemic i i, I think i watched them really yeah, it was a fun. Who was the hot girl that was a, there was a one married couple and the girl was so hot. Oh, um then I know there was the white the guy with the white hair, he was a little funny. Yeah, know? he was funny. There was Brandy, I think. Was it Brandy? Whatever happened to her? She was I don't know. Brandy and her bald husband. And I just I remember watching that going, why is she with this guy? I don't get it. Yeah, just, I don't know. She's so far too hot for him. You know? But it was like if it's all if it's all bullshit, then that that's what takes it takes me out of it. But if they all did it legitimately, and there was that's like if I if I could, I would talk to the producers and be like, don't don't mess with all these storage units. Let them just find whatever they find. If they go three, four, five, ten episodes without finding anything of value, it's still interesting. 
because they're digging through this stuff and they go, oh, look at because it because they find stuff that might be valuable. And at the end of the day, it's not. I'm still in. I'm still watching. Yeah, I can see that because it's legit. I don't think most it's people real. are. I don't think most people, most people, most people are like you though. They need the pizzazz. They need the. I know, but it was so. I liked it when I thought it was real. I was like, oh, this is cool. I didn't care if they found, you know, the 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 hope of them finding the golden right. treasure was 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 always there. I'm sure a lot of it was real, but I feel like they were dropping things in when when needed. When necessary. Yeah, and that's that's disappointing. I don't like that. Yeah. Once that kind of surfaced a little bit, we were that's that's when the show just dropped off and we were I did like nope. when, when they would fight fight over it and they would bid outbid each other and who would run up a bid just to fuck some other guy over a little bit more. That was you fun. know. But it's that such a fun. dumb science, like just looking at it like I think I'm willing to pay six hundred for this, but not six fifty. And you're like, What? What like yeah, for fifty bucks? You could just look. You can't go in. You can't touch anything. Yeah. But some of them did have like a, you know, if it was an affluent area, they would pay more. Like so there was a little bit of a science to it, which was kind yeah. of interesting. And they knew like, oh, that that uh, bureau is, is looks authentic of some kind of, you know, yeah. antique or something. So maybe there's some treasures in there. But, you know, you could tell, I, I guess they could tell by like the storage containers, like the is it a cardboard box or is it a treasure chest who the hell knows yeah but that but was they, a fun they show. pull out a bag of like wooden golf clubs and be like yeah 75 i'm like what who's what nobody's <laughs> buying those well, well these were uh, teddy roosevelt's <laughs> golf clubs and <laughs> yeah like, come on you're not finding that in calif oakland california i'll tell you what no bullshit we're gonna find these epstein tapes in one of these fucking storage units because that's what's gonna happen somebody's right? like lock them away out of fear for their lives they're just sitting there. They're going to die one day. It's going to go up for auction. And suddenly people are going to be like, holy shit, here it is. This is the right. treasure trove. And then it's going to be like, producers, what did you fucking plant these here? And, and they're like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. So so if these tapes do exist, if, 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 if these tapes do exist, I got to imagine that either an unnamed someone who, you know, the public isn't aware of yet has them or the authorities in some way have them they're building some kind of thing yeah i i because otherwise or, or the third option is they don't exist those i can't imagine a fourth scenario either they exist and someone has them that's keeping them for whatever reason they exist and the the authorities have them or they don't exist I, I also feel like even if it's not these tapes with these people, there are tapes and where are they and why haven't we heard anything? And although I'm appreciative of the documents that have come out and the flight logs and all that jazz, um, but there's more there and we don't have it. Like, how do we have everything out of Hunter's laptop so quickly? <laughs> but this has failed to make it to the public. Here's another question. Um, okay. And I'm not bringing this up because Trump is in it, regardless of who's in it. You yeah. know that tape of Epstein and Trump? They're at a party or whatever? Yes. It's the only real video of Epstein and whoever at a party. It's true. I can't imagine. It's only like five seconds. I can't imagine that's the full length of the video. Yeah, it's true. I, I see what you're saying. Like, that's the only video that ever surfaces of Epstein. When they and why is it only a few seconds? I'm sure whoever was taking that video took 
more video. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's a few. I think we see the same few seconds over and over again when they're pointing and laughing and dancing awkwardly. And that's what I'm side. saying. But but what's the rest of it? Have, oh, is I, there any? There's there's like 25 minutes to that. Oh, is the, oh I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I've watched it. It's but it's the there's a reason why you're seeing the same five seconds okay. over and over that's again. That's the only part that makes any kind of yeah impact. It's, okay. it's pretty boring for the most part. All right. Do um, we know who's taking that video and where it came from? Yeah, we. Uh, I did. Um, I think they were following him for. I, I think they were following Trump for a story. Okay. And what's interesting about that, though, is Epstein's willingness to partake in it. You know, so there was a time where he did want a little shine. You know, he did want mm. a little heat. He wanted a little press. Um, right. And then that quickly subsided because by the time Vanity Fair wanted to write an article on him, he was out there fucking threatening everybody about right. that article so i don't know what took place or he felt he was so far in or yeah you know, i feel like that for all you know for all the parties and whatnot that supposedly you know all these celebrities that that's the only video footage i've ever really seen of epstein at a party so i gotta imagine there's more i gotta imagine there's someone with a camcorder i mean i feel like back in those days, it wasn't phones. You know, people weren't doing this. So it had to right. be physical, like someone going like this or someone with a, you know, you know, a viewfinder kind of thing. Right. So I got to imagine that, that some of that exists somewhere, even if it's just someone with some idiot with a camcorder. Something yeah, more than they, what we've seen. They did have camcorders at the time. I could totally see somebody, you know. Someone had to have something. I mean, that's in all in all of the you know uh, notoriety that all the, all the famous people that have come and gone through his doors. Nobody had you know there was no maybe not press per se, but nobody took any video of any party. I mean, maybe not, but no, it's a great point because when you think about the New York social scene. You could point to and find media footage of Donald Trump coming in and out of different parties. That's what I'm saying. You know, no. and what, yeah, and you're right. Where's where's the where's the Epstein? You never see Epstein. You never in see him. Video footage, which I'm sure has to exist, but again, speculation. Well, what about what about okay? For instance, just to take your point a step further, uh, Galena Hillary. Um, uh, what's her name's wedding? The daughter there, Chelsea's wedding. So, yeah, where's the? I'm sure there's a video of that. It's got to be. It's Not gotta be that anything nefarious went on at the wedding, but I'm sure there's video of them but they socializing. Act like they cut ties with her, and there's a fucking still picture of her. You know, watching her walk fucking out. So yeah, who the hell knows? Yeah, where's that video? But I mean, how do you get someone's wedding video? The photographer. I'm sure. That, I don't know. Yeah, how do you get them to imply implicate themselves? Basically, that they're lying about everything, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm sh my point is there's got to be more video just in the happenstance of videos being taken casually. Mm -hmm. There's got to be just general, more general video than we've seen. Yeah, because when when did Epstein die? In nine was it a couple it? of years, two three years ago? What? Right? Was it twenty or nineteen? I don't even remember now. But anyway, up until all throughout the teens, from 12, 13, 14 on, 
There was a lot of video everywhere. Again, this is going back to the fucking, uh, you know, what's her name story who disappeared out in the desert there. The girl from Long Island. Oh, yeah. Um, what was her name? Laundrie was the guy. Brian Laundrie and Gabby Petito. Thank Gabby you. Petito. Gabby Petito disappears in the middle of the desert. In the I could see that being no video. But in the, the three, in the three months that we talked about that story, we got fucking 17 videos of people, other YouTubers and shit just so happened to be driving just, by and they just happened to be passing by and they got video of the of the of the van. Yeah, there isn't a I just happened to got to get video of this guy and this, you know, and something going on. There's got to be something. Sense. Yeah, you're 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 a million percent right on this. You're a million percent right. Just same one way, accident. Same way people can't feel comfortable with this girl just back and like, oh, yeah, this this doesn't really exist yeah. and everybody going oh okay the guy had properties in new york and miami right miami so <clears throat> palm beach sorry i'm sorry palm beach new york yeah. and new york city and palm beach probably you know how do you not how is there not video footage just in the lobby i yeah. mean these places there's cameras everywhere especially in new york city well, remember they said that he had limestone in his bedroom and you could literally just poke hole. you know, there would be just holes in the walls because of the way it, the walls are. There's just naturally yeah. holes and people surmise that there was just cameras sticking through those, getting Ugh. all sorts of, you know, information put in. God. So, What a whole big, creepy, gross mess. Speaking of holes in the walls, um, our foremost expert on the subject, JSAPs, is hey. Oh, I'm definitely a hole in the wall expert. Mm -hmm. Talking about glory holes, How the next glorious favorite. And that's what I heard. Join us. Yeah. That's what I heard. How uh, are you, Jay Sabs? How are you, Jay Sabs? We're moving along to the next topic. I mean, I'm slowly, I'm slowly getting past the post holiday blues. I'm slowly. You got um, the blues? I'm depressed yeah. as all shit from them from the holidays. Are you? I mean, Why? See, didn't I call it? I said New Year's was was a kind of a downer of a holiday. And you were yeah. like, no, New Year's is great. I have a great time at New Year's. And I'm like, well, it's a little bit of a because then after that, there's it's it's winter and it's dark and it's like eh. it's two months of nothingness. We're staring at nothingness. Right. You know, you, you got you Martin try to Luther get King people Day. together for movies and they say no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. They don't respond. That, that was years ago. <laughs> Which you I know, Right. Oh, Fucking six months ago. I compare. Am I no longer? What happened? I don't know what happened there. Oh, there Things I am. Sort of thing. I compare like post holidays. It's like after your wedding, it's like all this, like this big hype. You do all these things and then it's just nothingness after that. Mm -hmm. That's so, after, I feel like most things you got, you have a big lead up to it, the thing. And then after that, it's just, Right. You know, there's no gradual. No, there isn't. See, I like there was uh, right after Christmas. I heard on the radio a couple of I heard Winter Wonderland. Yeah. A couple of stations were playing typically holiday songs, but mostly winter songs. And I was right. like, oh, this is great. Why? You know, you, you kind of fade out the holiday instead of the 26th. It's over. Right. The 26th Christmas Day at 6 o'clock they stopped playing Christmas music. I hate that. That's brutal. It's just a big punch in the gut. I'll never forget getting in my aunt's car, getting in my car on the way back from my aunt's house on Christmas one year, putting on the Christmas station, and it's fucking regular music, and I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. 
Like we can't even finish the day. They start the shit at Thanksgiving. Now we can't even finish the fucking day. Yeah. Is it moving the meter that much? If you, oh, let's change back to Bon Jovi. It's like, all right, relax. Let's play yeah. some more Burl Lives for the rest of the day for everybody, please. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Let me, I, and I, I wonder, I want to get your impression on this, Frank, because I feel like ever since I had kids. Not yours, time, J-Sabs. <laughs> t- well, I think J-Sabs is going to be on my, on my side of this. Time just is going so fucking fast. And I don't know if it's because of the kids or because of our age. Uh, I think it's our age. I don't know. It might be our age because I've been thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm already this age. And, you know, it's you're really old. I've been meaning. I'm really old. I'm up there. Yeah. I'm trying to find a younger version of you to replace you on the podcast. I don't blame you if they're out there. Spruce it up a little. Spruce it up. But. It's you know I think it's it's going pretty fast. My father, as long as, as I can remember, has been saying it's times flying. That's like one of his catchphrases. Yeah, times flying, man. Holy shit, uh, it's going by so fast. I'm gonna be this age in a year. Oh my god, you know, it's it does. It goes by quickly. Christine gotta, says age. There, we've talked about this before. There, there is there's a study. There's a saying that that you know when you the repetitiveness of life of getting up eating shower mm-hmm. go to work come home but that once you get into your 30s and 40s you have done it all so much that the feeling of it literally feels like it is moving faster than it has before because you've done it so many times so like for like uh 3 months of doing that same thing over and over again smushes into like holy shit that i only that only took a couple of weeks Kind of, but it's almost like, you know, again, like when you, you wake up at 35 and you've been waking up for 35 years now and maybe you've been getting up and working and living for the last 15, 14, 15 years, like right as an adult, mm. that that starts to compound over time. And that's why a week feels like it goes by so much faster than it ever has before. I also think hindsight plays a lot of plays a lot into it because if you look at it and you go well for the past 10 years i've been doing the same you know every 80 percent of the days are pretty similar you go you get up you go to work come home eat whatever and if you did something incredibly different every single day i feel like it would stretch it out more because you'd have a a huge memory on each day that kind of spaces everything out but if every day seems the same it all kind of flows together as one kind of thing you know what i mean but all right think about when you were eight nine ten years old and saturday morning you'd get up and you'd have your saturday morning cartoons right and you'd watch and you'd do whatever and you'd like hang out and then it would be like 11 12 o'clock and maybe mom would make you lunch and then you would still have like this entire day in front of you. like the amount of think about that when you were 10, the how long a Saturday was compared to now, how long a Saturday is at yeah. this age. Right. Because I feel like now what do we do? You, you put on a movie or you do this, or you do that. Next thing you know, it's fucking three thirty in the afternoon and you're like, holy shit. I, I you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- and then all of a sudden it's fucking six o'clock out, and now you're like, oh, I got. I, I think it's all it's all dinner. relative. It's all depending on what you're doing with it, because you could just as easily get up at six a.m. watch cartoons with your kids and maybe take them to. Uh, a, no, no, I'm just saying hypothetically, you don't have to do this. 
Fuck. I'm just saying you could probably, uh, like, if you're saying like you do one thing and it takes you to the afternoon, <laughs> you could probably sp- spend your morning doing more things and and spreading it out and making the most of that morning, that Saturday morning, and making it last a so. little more. No, I think it. I know. I think it feels different because you've done it for forty two years. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's that was my point before. If you're doing it over and over again, it's gonna feel this like. But the even same if you day. did, even if you kayak like the Groundhog one day, day. Yeah. yeah, even if you did whatever, even if you did a different thing every weekend, it would still. I feel like it would still just go like this because that's just what happens to you after a certain time. Well, also, I think it has to do with how much memory. I think it's a few things. Uh, working simultaneously. One, how much you could remember because you're not remembering every weekend mm. that you've ever had. You're remembering probably the highlighted ones and depending on your mood. Two, when oh, you wait. were... Hold on. I'm going to have to come back. Hold that thought. Okay. Two, when you're 20 years old, your memories are, you know, you probably have more space and more things going on, different, you know, newer things happening. When you're 40, you know, there's a little bit of repetitiveness and you probably have a little more routine in there. Well, think about this. Let me, let me throw this at you. Please. I remember in college, right? I, I worked through college at the airport. You worked a younger part of your life. You worked at a deli, right? Mm -hmm. We were doing the same thing at around the same time. You remember how long a four-hour shift would be for work those days? Like you, it would be at least you would be sitting there an hour and fifteen in, going, "Holy shit!" Like this that is depends. unbearable. I like used this. to work. I used to work eleven-hour days, and it would it would drag. But you know, I could I could see it. it there's a that's my whole relativity point. I could work 11 hour days and it would feel like all fucking day because it was obviously it was, but I could work the next day. I could do a six hour day and it would feel like it would fly. I'd be like, holy shit. That was a a dream. I never really had that. And I can't tell if it's because we were doing mindless activities, you know, like that, that work certainly didn't require the amount of mental brain power that this work does, Mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like our adult life work, flies by so much faster because i think it's all a matter of how it's a i think it's not one thing i think it's how a few things playing all apart one it's how you fill each day two it's because you're comparing yourself to your younger self it's not the same thing because you have more experience but you know you're working with the same mind uh, it, it's just a different, you're working on a different scale. You, you know, when you're a kid, you, know, you make the most of it and you have, you know, a lot of things are new experiences. When you're an adult and you're 40, 50 years old, you know, you, you're, you're probably cherry picking highlighted events of your life so, because you, you've experienced more. All right, listen to so this. much you could hold. Some say it's related to how long we have lived. A five-year-old feels like a year is long because it makes up 20% of their life. Others point to changes in the brain. A 2019 research paper suggests our ability to process visual information 
slows with age. We perceive fewer mental images and time feels like it's therefore speeding up. Exactly. So like I said, if you're 40, 50 years old, you have just the highlighted stuff in your head. Mm -hmm. And that feels like it went by so fast because you're only focusing on the 5% of what you've experienced rather than the 40 years that you've gone through. Mm -hmm. If you, if you could, if you had all 40 years worth of weekends in your head, it would probably seem like a long time, but obviously you're going to eliminate most of those weekends. Yeah. But I'm just talking about pure feel like this past Saturday, for instance, it was one thirty, three minutes after I got up at eight o'clock in the morning. Like it was, well, what did you do after you got up? I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you. So you got up at eight 30 on a Saturday. Got up. And you don't remember what you did till one thirty. Straightened up some stuff in the room, put some stuff away with the kids, put a video on for them, watch a little of the video, food like this or that. And then it's just like, and then like that this seems idea like a lot of, of stuff. You say it quickly, but it seems like a lot of stuff. You put stuff but I, away, but I'm saying watch like, the video. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, at like two, maybe at two thirty, three o'clock, we'll put a movie on, which will take us right into dinner. And that'll be the plan. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, all right, I got to figure out what movie we want to watch, but I got a couple hours to figure that out. And then I look and I'm like, I'm literally an hour away from when I wanted to put this movie on. And I like, it just, it, it, it's the, I don't it's the perception of time, obviously, but there's something to it when everybody I speak to over the age of 40 is having the same exact perception. You know what I mean? Like, I want to say it's just us as individuals, but when everybody tell, like you just said, yeah. your dad says the same shit. Like well, he's because not it's crazy. All hindsight. Yeah, because he's looking at it, going, "Man, that seventy years flew by." Because he's all because he, he's seventy, and he's looking back, going, "I'm already 70. It's like, yeah, but you're looking at seventy years of life, and you're you're not thinking of everything that you ever did. I mean, it's a probably it's a lifetime's worth of stuff, but you're thinking it went by quickly because you're not thinking of every single day that you went through. You're thinking of the highlighted stuff and you're probably just compiling right, and going, well, aside from compiling, how do you explain? I feel like I have six hours till I get to noon and all of a sudden it's one thirty. Like, how do you explain that? It's time. It's time is relative. It, it, it really is. It's the whole Einstein thing. If you're, if you're busy, your mind, you're not, if you're not watching the clock, if you're not sitting there staring at the clock, if you sat there and stared at a minute, it seems like it takes forever. But if you get up and do stuff and you get down and you sit back down, and you look at the clock and three minutes have gone by mm. because you're not focused on it. It's all relative. It's it's amazing. Like time and relativity, like if you really dig deep into it, like we can do a whole 420 show on it if you want. We should. It's an insane concept. Why wait till 420 is my new philosophy. <laughs> if you couldn't tell by Friday's show. I'm in, baby. Um, Paul, that's why I sleep until one bird. I don't remember anything before 3 p.m. today. That's fine, too. That's good stuff. Uh, remember to hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for all the notifications. Great point, Miss Justice. Yeah, got a lot of merch in the merch store, too. A lot of good shirts and tumblers and uh, stickers, anything you want. Just check them out. We got a lot of cool phrases and things on there. Good, good point, stuff. Frank. Good yeah, point. Yeah, figure what the hell. Uh, fly and why the more sleep the better yes yeah, sleep is just i love sleep isn't it ironic that when you're a kid you want 
you get up for some reason you get up at like what five six o'clock in the morning you know you have all this energy when you're an adult all you want to do is fucking nap like all it would, it would be nap. so great if it was the reverse mm. right if kids wanted to nap all day and parents had all this energy that's why that's why it was a little I'm, i hear i feel jsabs on that because we were sick like the whole family was sick it kind of felt like we just didn't have the little like christmas break that we were gearing up to have you know or are used to having and that and now it's kind of like the same thing like we you know we're days away from having the flu but it still feels like i can just hit the bed at any moment and sleep for another four hours like i could probably i I could i could sleep no problem anytime someone said lay down and go to sleep i'd be like you got it and i could i could pass out yeah in five minutes not even you you can ask my wife she just walked back into the studio uh, yesterday we ate dinner I, w- I, w- I woke up not feeling so great so i didn't eat anything the entire day and then we had dinner around it was late for a sunday but what was it six o'clock yeah. by six i'm on the couch cannot keep my eyes open sleeping with that nothing wrong with that i mean that's an old fucking <laughs> no it's you know naps are great I am a huge proponent of naps. Here's my my years of nap experience. Here's my best advice. The best time to take a nap is 2 o'clock on a Saturday. Because you have your morning. You do whatever you want on a Saturday morning. That's good. You, have, you get bagels. You do this. You do that. Whatever chores you want to do. Then you take a nice nap. Hour. Two hours. However you want to nap. However long you want to nap. And you get up, it's it it, it instantly for summer. It, it just turns a, t- a Saturday, Sunday weekend into a three day weekend because you have your morning, then you wake up from you take a nap, you wake up, you have all of Saturday now, you have three, four, you know, six hours left of Saturday, eight hours left of Saturday, then you have sun. It's a great that's like the perfect nap time. Saturday, two o'clock nap is good. I'm not going to argue with you there. That's, that's an amazing. That's probably if I had to. If I had a pick out of the entire week, the best time to take a nap, Saturday, two o'clock. Yeah, I'm with you. But I used to, I remember being a kid and making fun of my uncles for just, like my uncles would come to visit my grandparents at my house. Two or three uncles, right? Mm. And uh, all of them, like they all married into the family and they would all, they'd come, everybody would say hello. My aunts would talk and, be with my grandparents and they would be bickering or fighting or helping or cooking or whatever they were doing. And then you'd look over at the couch and there were these three out. Yeah. Sucking air after <laughs> mouths wide open. And I would just be like, what is wrong with them? And now if I have the slightest carb, <laughs> I can't keep my <laughs> eyes open on the couch. It's an amazing thing. You just I don't said know. a bagel. If if Cuddles gets bagels on Saturday morning, you know a nap is taking place that day. There's no way it's not. You're kidding? You're loading yourself up with bagels and cream cheese and whatever the hell else. And I'm sure it's not just one bagel. If you have a half a dozen or a dozen bagels on the table, I'm eating more than one bagel. Really? You want to know something? You could ask my... I'm very proud of myself now that you said that. I don't have more than one bagel ever. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, go, I love bagels. Go bagels back for seconds. Bagels. No, never. You never, had, you never went to like wherever deli or Dunkin' Donuts, wherever you want, 
and said, you know what? This bagel sandwich is great. I'm going to throw, throw another one in. Let's do two of those. <laughs> no, I've never done that. Uh, never. I'll tell you what I am guilty of. a little of, treat, though. my friend. It's a little treat. <laughs> I'll tell you That's what I am guilty of. wonderful thing. Which isn't much better. I go like this. Oh, what's that over there? Like a little coffee cake you got? Yeah, throw a fucking cube oh, of so you, coffee cake in there. You do a little dessert after your bagel. I would, I would, on occasion, will have a little dessert with the breakfast, which is not I, a good thing. I double up on the entree is my problem. Mm, interesting. I go, oh, cinnamon raisin bagel with cream cheese. Make that too. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Mm-hmm. That's the bit. That's the way to do it. Brian the Cannon Bannon says, right in the middle of someone's air shift. <laughs> hey, whatever you got to take a nap. It's fine. I can't speak for other people, but I will tell you this. I have snoozed in the middle of an air shift. Have you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Get out. Oh, yeah. How oh. long do you have a break? How, how could that be? Oh, yeah, dude. No, forget it couple times oh that's ridiculous couple times when i was doing mornings too i could distinctly remember a few times of just not feeling great mm-hmm. and going oh i have a between this and this and this i have a 40 i got like a 40 minute you know or like i i this isn't fun to admit but i there was a couple mornings where i wasn't feeling good i would voice track a couple of breaks just to give yourself a little buffer just to give myself an hour just to go and just close my eyes. And I have fallen asleep before. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, listen, sometimes you got to just for your own sanity, just hit the snooze, man. That's why I never fall. That's why, hey, you never heard me making fun of Mike Francesa for falling asleep on the air in the middle of a call and talk. Show. Sometimes you just the I energy just, just drains right out of you for some reason. You ever see that video clip? No. Mike Francesa is a famous sports uh, talk show host in New York, and he they used to put he was so popular that they put his radio show, which is as boring as watching this one <laughs> on television. Oh, we're entertaining, and and we're far more entertaining, which just tells you goes to show you how boring his fucking thing. By was. the way, I can't listen to anybody talk about sports, oh, and these guys would do it for five hours at a clip. Oh. So anyway, he some guy's talking and he's just like, you just see him fade away. <laughs> and he's got his head down and the guy's going on and on. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see this. And he looks around like, <laughs> where the hell am I? You see him hit the talk back because the caller's still going. Oh. And he, he says something to the his producers in the talk back. So you, you don't hear it, but you see him moving his mouth. Like where am I? Like what? Ha- what happened? What? What just happened? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> because they must have hit him in the ear. Like Mike, you're fucking home in the city. <laughs> like bye. <laughs> you get the poking stick out. <laughs> and to this day, I think I'm pretty sure he's still. Brian would probably know better than I. To this day, I think he still denies that he fell asleep. But it's it's clear as day on the fucking footage. That's he, amazing. He nodded out for a minute there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you got to sneak a nap in where you can. I remember working at the deli at the butcher. I would work literally 10, 11 hour shifts and there are no chairs in there. You'd have to I'd be standing all day. So I would, I would go to the bathroom. I'd sit down and the bathroom, the toilet would be right. The wall would be right here. And I just, <laughs> I would, I would just, I probably would, I wouldn't fall asleep cause I couldn't, I just couldn't fall asleep at work just cause I couldn't. Yeah. So I would just close my eyes for like five minutes and be like, I just gotta, I just gotta close my eyes. And that's you just grab whatever you can when you can, you know. Mm-hmm. That's I would, you know, fake a bathroom break and just go. And I just I don't have to go. I just got to sit down for a minute, dude. The when I worked at the airport, 
it was infamous. There was a bathroom, and you would think somebody's off taking a thirty-minute shit. No, you'd walk in and you look at them, and there they would be in the stall like this. Yeah, just fucking. I gotta, I gotta tell you though, the airport. If I was the boss, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm scheduling in some naps for everyone." Because the to. airport, you don't want anybody. You don't want anybody fucking up. That well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Nobody. especially where I was, it, you would you would sit. You would have a you would have a four hour shift or a six hour shift. Yeah. There would be two or three planes. There would be long periods of time where you're just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you, then you'd have these dicks that were like, "Well, there's always something to do," and it's like, "No, there's not." In a real a job, sweep? yes, yeah, we're unloading and loading planes. Once the loading and unloading is done, there's nothing to do but He's wait for the next plane. He's an exporter. <laughs> exporter. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing to do. What do you? You know, I get it. So if you if you can grab, I, I if I was the boss, especially in an airport or places like that, or where there's a a a an overall shroud of danger involved. I'd be like, all right, let's let's maybe everybody gets a thirty minute nap here and there. So it's a, I feel like that would be part of the work day. It's a decent what a decent human being would do. Right? But later on when I was at LNG, I would I I've told you this though. I'd fucking put Stairway to Heaven and the Meatloaf song and all that shit. I'd string those together and I'd drive into town and get ice cream. <laughs> those are made for bathroom breaks too. You gotta you gotta go to the bathroom, you just you oh. pop on depending oh. on your genre. Of, of your radio station you pop on stairway master puppets uh paradise by the dashboard light whatever you can whatever eight minute song you could uh american pie whatever you could do whatever you could do to, to, to buy yourself a few extra minutes where this radio station was that i worked at it was like the most gorgeous like john steinbeck had a house on the lake like it, it was on the lake you could ask brian it's picturesque and beautiful I'd go put 40 minutes of music on. I'd go outside and smoke a cigar. <laughs> sit oh, on see, that, that's not worth it. <laughs> you're you're fired. If I'm your boss, get the fuck out of here. Well, the day that they bought like pat, like really nice, comfortable patio furniture for the back, I was like, this is fucking great. Oh, I'm, like, I'm never leaving this place. See, I can, I'll understand your bathroom break. Even the occasional, I, I, I dozed off. I could, I could forgive that. Mm. But smoking a cigar that's just gross oh it was the best it was the fucking best you do that after your shift Mm-mm, during and i found it was better during or you take the microphone outside with you i could have but that would have really bothered the slow pull that you need to re- for ultimate relaxation See, you're fucking fired because <laughs> i was mad at them because i would be like this is stupid i don't need to be here i'm like you need you know and they'd be like no it's really important so it part of me was like Oh yeah, let me show you how important it is. <laughs> I could go smoke a cigar, and nobody would be any of the fucking wise. Nobody knows what's going on. They, as long as they hear what they have to hear, we're good. There was one guy that would call, and he would be like, "Were you smoking a cigar out there for forty-five minutes?" I'm like, no. He's like, "Cause I'm on the other side of the the, what the lake he doing? here." With binoculars and yeah, he was like, "I could see." Tabs. Yeah, I could see. And I would go, "Why don't you mind your fucking business?" <laughs> I was like, "This number, pal." I go, you need something to distract you. How about a pair of tickets to this upcoming concert? <laughs> we keep this between you and I. All right. <laughs> what, what's going to make you forget about this? That's funny. How the hell did we get on this? I don't even know. But Ossiani has a great thing here. When I had my first baby, I was so tired. I would go to sleep <laughs> peeing on the toilet. <laughs> that was t- oh, God. I think every woman can attest to this. That is a a tired 
unlike any other time like as the as the man who yeah. did not produce nor push out the life form from my body mm -hmm. it was the most exhausting time period of my entire life was when them kids are first born see when you fall asleep standing up to pee that's that's when you know you got a problem that's true yeah that's true all right so what did joe biden predict or what okay. did someone predict about joe biden this doesn't seem right to me does it because if hit, I felt, hit me with it it felt good when i read <laughs> when i read the headline it's better than the than the alternative i'll tell you that so there's obviously there's strategists over at these big financial firms right there it's their job to predict housing market and even politics presidents so on and so like it's their job to do this because whoever sure. becomes a president is going to affect different yeah. facets of whatever right totally all that stuff j sab's on camera what is this oh i didn't mean to be on camera i just want well, to show people that i'm still alive nobody yeah. believes it Everybody we didn't pre-record your voice yeah it's not i'm not i'm not a deep fake here we go i'm not a deep fake what's I'm with the like uh the treasure trove of guitars behind you oh yeah what are you getting ready to go out on tour the fuck? look at this that's what Who i knew doing. right playing john mayer songs what are you dating joe satriani all of a sudden I don't know what's happening here <laughs> are you playing them or is your husband is your roommate playing them no her roommate all right roommate in fact maybe she's getting ready to sell them because she killed him months ago and uh, i haven't heard from him in a while mm, it's kind of weird right it is strange i don't know i don't know because um, i'll tell you what whoever was she brought to the christmas dinner i go remember that time we went to atlantic city and he was like oh yeah huh? and i was like <laughs> Yeah, when that thing happened. I said to Cuddles, I go, I'm going to pour some water on him and see what happens. And see if he fizzles. <laughs> yeah. Fizzles and sizzles. He mm. didn't have a belly. He stretched and he didn't have a belly button. That was weird. Mm. Mm. Michael Sembolis, Frank, who heads the market and investment strategy unit at J.P. Morgan Chase, has uh, a shocking forecast. And he has listed 10 surprises for 2024. Ooh. Um, among them is that Joe Biden will drop out of the race sometime between Super Tuesday and the November election, citing health concerns. I don't see that happening. I, if you saw the, I saw bits and pieces the the speech he gave yesterday. He was he was pissed and raring to go. He was pissed. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know. Char fully charged and attacking Trump and going. I feel like he's gearing up for a fight. I don't think he's backing out. Mm. Really? I, I, so I challenge this guy's prediction. What What are the other ten? The other nine predictions? Here are some of the other ones. He says that Americans will reject self-driving electric vehicles following mm -hmm. several accidents. That's an um, easy one. Yeah, they will. But I think uh, trucks, self-driving trucks, are going to be a thing. But I don't think uh regular residential you know what are they called passenger vehicles i don't think will be a self-driving thing i don't think that's going to happen this year he says that there will be blackouts striking new york texas pennsylvania wisconsin and tennessee due to natural gas shortages doo -doo. <laughs> <laughs> doo -doo. <laughs> what did you say doo -doo? you said do too oh <laughs> and it sounded like doo doo you did. Uh, he predicted that a new inhaled COVID vaccine currently under development will be available this year and sharply reduce transmission of the virus. Now, did he predict that or did someone tell him we're working on an inhaled COVID vaccine? 
Well, they know that it's under development, but he says it will come out, it will be available this year, and it will sharply reduce. So that's hardly a prediction, you know, other than it's it's basically what's going to happen. Like, I'm going to predict that July 4th is going to happen, too. Okay. Well, that's bold, because okay. I'm not so sure we're going to get there, to be totally honest with oh, you. Okay. Mm. We'll see. Um, the U.S. dollar would remain stable and that the Russian invasion of Ukraine would drag on this year without a ceasefire. I am amazed that that thing is still. It doesn't still going. It doesn't oh, make any yeah, sense. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Ukraine, like, who knew? Stronger than we anybody thought. I know, but somebody should have won. Like it, it, it's. I don't even know if this is a war anymore. Well, that's, than, you know, I don't. Uh, it's weird because you haven't really heard anything. Nothing. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's an occasional bombing of an area uh, because. Yeah. I don't. There's, there's no stuff pushback. about it. You never hear like, oh, Ukraine. Like, you know, I mean, it's just a lot of nothing. Well, there's been stuff about it, but it hasn't been front and center. No, um, I know there's been stories, but you can find stories on it. Things are happening, but what's happening is bearing no consequence on the it's outcome. It's a tug of war. It's a of tug of war conflict. where it's it's pretty evenly. Yeah, matched, and no one's really getting the advantage for the most part because, and I feel like it's it's crazy because a lot of the war, correct me if I'm wrong, is being fought in Ukraine, not in Russia. Mm -hmm. So advantage Russia a little bit, but it's very, but that whole evenly matched being a superpower can't take over a little tiny Ukraine like that doesn't bode well. Have you seen Ukraine on a map? It's huge. Ukraine is weak. Um, You're making fun of Ukraine. <laughs> no, Ukraine is fucking huge. I mean, it's it's probably I mean, not I compared know. to Russia, though. I mean, well, not compared to Russia, but most of Russia's barren, you know, snow and undeveloped land. It's this is. I mean, if you're talking about Ukraine versus Russia in terms of cities and developed cities, I think they're you know they're Ukraine's got a lot of pro- yeah, a lot of space that I mean yeah Chernobyl didn't help, but other, outside of Chernobyl, you got a yeah. lot of cities and a lot of land that it just feels. I'll tell you they're, what, they're matched up. I'll tell you what's so uncomfortable about it. It's Iraq, Vietnam, you name it, industrial military complex all over again. It's like, let's well, it's every war, let's do enough so that we have to keep giving aid and keep buying bullets and tanks and bullshit and sending it over there. And you know, we get the contract, government contracts, and all it just feels like. You know, well, feels like a lot of nothing at this point. Like well, somebody kill somebody nothing. and end this fucking thing already. Like enough, enough. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't just. I would love for this thing to be over. It would be great. Um, it's just you know how long could it, it last? I don't. I don't know. Uh, this uh, how long could you last continue years? to bomb inconsequential locations in the UK? Like whatever happened to? Capture the capital, capture the con- like. I, You're y- thinking laser tag rules. It's not, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> capture you can't the flag. Just, you can't just Let's capture go. the flag and it's over. Let's go. You, know, you may be bombing a place, but whoever seizes control of that, I mean, just because the building's knocked down or whatever, it doesn't mean it's still not a stronghold of someone's mm-hmm. military. Uh, there you know are huge I mean? parts of that country that it doesn't. I mean, people will say this. This is not me being hyperbole. 
No one's saying that. You go, they go, you can't tell there's a war going on. People are going to work. People take the subway. In different parts of the country. The country, like I told you, the country is huge. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Look at Ukraine on the map. It's gigantic. It's bigger. It's. I just feel like if anybody started attacking California, we would make sure that this ended quickly, not just be like, all right, we'll figure that California thing out. We'll get around to it. California is part of our country, not its own separate country. Mm. And also it's pales in comparison in terms of size it's not part of my america i'll tell you that right now am i right santas these were the well let me see i'm going to show you i mean it's just a huge freaking place on the map i don't think it's that huge all right what i also think that if again you're a superpower you should be able to take it over in a relatively quick amount of time you say that but and if you can't take it over in a relatively quick amount of time your opponent should be able to topple you over if you can't handle a little tiny country that has no desire to be fighting you in the first place well it's not a little tiny country well i was gonna say um i mean i don't know how to scale this map is but if you look at the yellow is ukraine that's spain frank no no over here Oh, okay. That's Ukraine. That's Russia, the red. What's so, northern Ukraine? Is that Norway or more Ukraine up there? What are we talking about here? Is that Norwegia? Where are we talking about? Top left next to the purple. Top right, right from the purple. What is that? Norway? This purple? Up, up right here. Purple, Up on top, that's Finland, Sweden, and Norway of the three yeah, things I up couldn't here. Pick those out. I couldn't pick those three out. I don't know. Right. But ukraine is huge and compared to russia yeah russia's gigantic but most of russia is snowy okay granted but i could fit 17 ukraines in russia either take this fucking thing over or get the fuck out like you can't can't just be like oh we bombed another weird apartment building up in the northern region today we're winning yeah they're more formidable than you than you think and I, i can't you know they also this war's been going on and they're getting help from us and god you know whomever else so it's not like they're on their own it's not like it's ukraine versus russia it's ukraine with us and whomever else versus russia all right michael also thinks that the stocks of the u.s regional banks will do well despite the instability in the lending sector he's he's this is what he does he predicted that biden would bow out partly based on the president's low approval rating, despite around 10% job creation since his inauguration. The strategist noted that Biden's high job creation figures are the byproduct of his inauguration coinciding with the rollout of the COVID vaccines and the reopening of the U.S. economy. He did not speculate on who would take over uh, the Democratic nomination. I don't see it. I, I, I don't see him bowing out. I could be wrong. He could be wrong. I, I just don't see him. With Can the I tell you something right now? Yeah. I'm praying one of them drops dead randomly, and I don't even care which one. And I know that's, that's terrible. Nice. It wouldn't bother me either way for one of them just to be like dead. All right. Let's say Joe Biden. Let's say Biden drops out or whatever happens. What? Who? Who are you? Who are you thinking should jump in? I'll tell you. You want to know what my hope is? Hmm. On the way to the presidential debate both of their limos hit each other head on and they oh, both God. go flying through the windshield and die smash and they die and we, that's 
we have to just start over with two new people fresh that's not nice i i if they both bowed out that'd be great that's not nice but i bet you if we went to poll the live chat right now everybody would be on board with that there's not one person that would be like no 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 i think one of these guys is really going to take us to the problem even the trumpy people would be like okay i I, i'll i'll settle i'll settle for a wash that's fine (laughs) wash (laughs) i just swear to god i feel like that's the truth we would love it if two planes hit each other in the middle of the air and it was Uh, both their planes i i don't know man i i just give you know I, everybody knows my feel. I'm not even going to speculate or anything. Give everybody me Gavin knows. Newsom versus Ron DeSantis any day of the week. I'll take that. I'd rather choose between those two zeros than these two older zeros. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just worried about the age. Is that is that the thing? I'm just bored. You know, I you know me, Frank. I need a little freshening up. I need something new. I need something hip on the edge. I just we've. It's just it's politics. What it's the fuck like do you if want? You, you, if, it's, it's not like going to be hip. Said, it's not going to be on the edge. It's politics. You want it's like bo- if you said, I want it as boring as possible. What are you talking about? The election. It's like if you said, let's oh. watch the Golden Girls over again. I'd be like, I can't sit through. I'd love it. I'll, I'll go watch shows. it right now. I'll fucking. No, they're great. They're kidding. You, you think Golden Girls jokes, uh, but they're so ahead of their time. The gold, the, they work. The Golden Girls jokes work. They're They're amazing. I was putting my kids to bed, right, oh. earlier, and they asked me, they go, what was your favorite movie when you were a kid? Uh-huh. I was like, that's a really great question. I mean, I could have said a thousand things, but the first thing that came to my mind, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, was Big Back, to the, Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Not when I was a kid, when I was a kid, kid, like their oh, okay. age. And um, I tried to explain to them that when Back to the Future came out and they went into the future, that was eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. 2015. <laughs> and they were just looking at me like, how fucking old are you? I'm like, very Pretty old. Dumb. Have they, did they watch? Have they seen Back to the Future? No, but I was like, do you guys want to watch it this weekend? And they were like, you know what movie I like? Super Mario Brothers. Let's watch that instead. And I'm there like, you go. Right, can't argue with peaches, that. peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my goodness. Jay Sabs, what's going on with your seasonal depression? Yeah, what's oh, up? I mean, that's it, really. Um, it's just because of the seasons. Yeah, it's it's because um, you know, big build up to Christmas, go crazy, go nuts, and then oh, back to work. Oh, you know what? Also, the week between Christmas and New Year's, it's like you're off and you get in a mode, and now you have to go back. But at least oh, I don't yeah. have to go back full time. <laughs> I'm telling you, January, a very depressing month. It is. I, you know, would it help if I threw a big Super Bowl party? Would you, would that yeah. give you something to look forward to? Can I tell you something? The only thing I have to look forward to is the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you don't even like football. You just want to, yeah. you just want to watch it for the um, halftime show, which, who is it? Usher. Usher? And that's not even it either. I like wings. I just, yeah, that's yeah, the really food. Good. The food is the best part of the Super Bowl. I I agree. So it's like, yeah, I know. And it's later this year. It's February eleventh. Like, yeah, what? it is. Wow. But I watched the Golden Globes. Cuddles and I watched the entire show, basically because there was a, it's this weird desire to connect with people I and know, like I know, like award shows. Like suddenly, like I'm like, oh, I, that I, put I was, me in a better mood. 
I was just interested. I was just, I didn't care, but I was happy to be a part of something that everybody was a part of. Yes. That's nice. It's a com- sense of why, community. That's why I watched it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched part of it. Yeah. Which, oh God, there was so much drama going on that I enjoyed that too. So I was like, okay. Was. Well, what did okay. you think? Because I think that the drama with Joe, so Joe Coy. Who the hell is Joe Coy, by the you way? You don't know who Joe Coy is? You don't know I'm who sorry. he is? No, I haven't. I've never heard of this guy other than since yesterday was the first time I've ever heard of him in my life. Okay, I've known Joe Coy for 15 years, at least. Known of him or known him? Like known of know him. him. Okay. Known of him. I don't know him personally, no. Okay. But I feel like if you watched Chelsea Handler back in the day, he was such a big part of that show. And she was huge. Yeah. And then he's gone on to have like big Netflix specials. He also dated her, banged her. Chelsea yeah, he did Handler. bang her, right? Well, they were going out for quite some time, so... He's the best kind of a person because he says he's Filipino, but he looks like a white guy. He's like Louis C.K. Like, oh, remember how Louis C.K. was like, "Oh, I'm Mexican," and you're like, "The redheaded white guy is Mexican." Right, exactly. All right, I'd never heard of this guy before yesterday. I was like, "Who's this guy hosting the Golden Globes?" Yeah, and and so you want to know what's funny? All the magazine articles going into Sunday were, "Who is Joe Coy?" and "This is who he is." And then he said one thing about Taylor Swift and everybody was like, isn't Joe Coy the shittiest Golden Globes host ever? Like, I'm like, what the fuck did this guy do to get this shitty press? And to be fair, he didn't like he didn't even deliver it. He like laughed halfway through it. I think his delivery was very good. <laughs> if he's a comedian. Well, you know, what's strange. I, I swear to God. So I'm watching the giant game. Because, again, I'm just trying to have some connection with humanity because it feels like there's just nothingness now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so they're like, oh, stay tuned for the Golden Globes. Because Cuddles goes, I think the Golden Globes are tonight. I'm like, no, it can't be. And she's like, I think so. So then they're like, oh, stay tuned for the Golden Globes. Joe Coy's hosting. I'm like, oh, Joe Coy's hosting the Golden Globes. How interesting. Cool. And he comes on and goes, I got this job 10 days ago. So I'm like, oh, that's a joke. I looked it up. He wasn't joking. He had gotten the job like just before christmas so i said the same thing who backed out nobody they could drag their ass they could not get somebody to host that fucking show that's insane that is how thankless that job has become they went to chris rock who obviously was going to pass they went to supposedly went back to ricky gervais who told them to go fuck off so they went to the two people that were obviously never going to do it Amy Poehler and um, brunette Amy Poehler. Thank you. They've hosted it a ton. Supposedly they passed as well. I could think of a dozen people that would have done it. Ali Wong, who's, again, upcoming comedian stand-up. She's got this show, Beef, that won a ton of awards, actually. So she was there and was like, there's no fucking way I'm getting up there and doing jokes. There's a million people that you go to. John Mulaney probably would have hosted it. Anybody, John Stewart. They asked hey, all these people. Libs. I'm sorry. I said, get more libs. Just well, give me a give me a non lib comedian. Can I tell you something? As popular as Joe Coy mm-hmm. is, Mulaney and Stewart are higher up on the list than he is. So, yeah. of course, that, they are. If that offer got to him, that means that they passed. There's just no way that they they didn't offer. That's it to why John I was Mulaney. Like, that's why I was like, who the hell is Joe Coy? There's got to be a hundred and fifty people. 
that they must have wants to do it anymore. And for this very reason, because the guy, and I didn't think he bombed too bad. I thought he had a couple of laughs in that. But by the way, that room sucks. Like outside of Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Get Billy Crystal. Or Billy Crystal back in the day who was doing all safe stuff. Like who was, who's really torn that room apart? Gervais. Not really though, but people didn't, they didn't love him in that room, in the room. We tore everybody apart. I mean, with laughter, everybody outside laughed, but everybody inside did not like being called a friend of Jeffrey Epstein. And, and, um, oh yeah, I saw that before, you know, so it's like nobody, it's a thankless, that's become a shitty, thankless job. That's not, see, if you're an up and coming comedian or you're an established comedian, Hosting the Golden Globes, that not that just a big no, notch in your anymore. belt? I'll tell you something, why. Something to put well, on your resume? I think that's why he took it. But go ahead, Jenny. What were you going to say? Because look what happens to everybody who hosts. Suddenly, there's things from their past that get put online, and now they feel like they have to apologize for something they said 20 years ago. Like who? Uh, what's Kevin his face? Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Um. And then, but there are a hundred other done. people that aren't that don't that don't have shit in their past that they could, you know, just grab. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan was there, and he presented uh, an award. Why not get him to host the whole thing? I'm sure he would have done it. I bet you he turned it down. But he presented. Mm-hmm. But he presented, yeah. It's an easier job. You show up, you get a thirty thousand dollar basket. You go, oh, here's this thing, and here's the nominees, and here's your fucking envelope. Yeah, there but you if go. you're if your career, like if you've got a good career going and then you have like a, a lull in your career, wouldn't hosting the Golden Globes be a little bit of a boost for you? Well, I think Joe Coy got a boost because people looked him up and whatever. Yeah, but of course he did. I'm not sure if he sold any more tickets today than he did because, you know. He kind of bombed. But if you're if you're good and you're worth, you know, anybody, there are a million comedians, Whitney Cummings, any... uh Who's the new host of the uh, of one of the late night shows? I forget her name, but she's Tomlinson. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah she yeah. could have done it. That would have been a great plug for her new show. I bet you they didn't even let her do it. I bet you they would say I bet you they probably said we need to make we need to put her over. There's no way we're putting her in front of that fucking audience to die in, in, in their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Oh, just put her in a safe spot on the show on her show. Why risk it? You're you're gonna put a you're gonna put you want this woman to host that show for the next fifteen years. You want her to stumble out of the gate with a bad uh, yeah, Golden so. Globes appearance. That's a good point. No but way. you know you got a team of writers. Get the you know. Believe me when I tell you, man. Everybody said no to that that That's job. That's crazy. Which is why they only hired somebody just before Christmas. Or do what they did a few years ago, where they had no host and they had. Oh, that was even know, worse. Well, what are you going to do? Either have a host that's shitty or have no host and just have different segments. I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like there's 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 had to be someone out there. Jim Carrey. Anybody. Jim Carrey's doing nothing. He wouldn't do it. But I'm just saying someone who's not uh, a, uh, a nominee and not a presenter. There's got to be actors and comedians out there that did they mm. ask everyone? I, I just like watching it. It was okay. Like he did okay. He did fine. There were some things that I really laughed out loud with. But you go and you look at every article on him today, and it's like the guy didn't deserve any. Like they, 
they treated him worse than Putin today. You know, I mean, it's fucking horrifying what they've said about this guy. And he didn't do anything wrong. Like one joke he said, he goes, I got this job 10 days ago. I didn't write all these. The ones that are not funny, I, I didn't write. I laughed at that. I thought that was funny. That's funny. That's funny. I'm sure. And I'm sure he had a few good ones. The The Barbie stuff was stupid. The stuff he was oh, saying yeah. about Barbie. That was dumb. I don't even think that that was that bad. People were like, that's why they made Barbie. It's like, no, that's why he's making that joke. Like, that's the point of the The movie is pointing out the same hypocrisy that he's making in the joke. It's a joke. You know what I mean? Like, I know that, but not. See, you're saying every joke is safe. It's not. That's not the case. Every one of them. That's not the case. Because when you make a joke, you're you're putting yourself out there and you're saying you're saying something with every joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's not all always 100% of a, a joke. Mm. Yep. To say that Barbie was a like a you, you it's not funny if you say it was masterfully written. Like obviously it was masterfully written. It was it was downright brilliant. But yeah, this that's not funny. No, of course How not. How is that funny? You know. But to get up there and say, "Oh, this, this movie is all about a, a doll with big boobs." It's like uh no he what said he, it he what? said it was written what did he say it was written it was like a, on a it was a, something on a box mm-hmm. like they made a movie out of out of like a the, what was written on the box basically i don't know but uh, it that just was it didn't and i feel like you know as a, if he was a professional comedian it just he didn't deliver it the right way it just seemed like they got someone to read jokes on on the on the stage he didn't seem like a seasoned guy yeah, because he and you know what he wasn't. He's not. He's not a Hollywood guy. That's the problem. Well, Hollywood or not, if you're a like, stand-up comic, you shouldn't be. You know, you should be pretty well versed in this. But I'm saying Amy Poehler and brunette Amy Poehler, whatever her name is, they're Hollywood people. They're one of them. You know, they so they will laugh at that. Yeah. Ever since Gervais, I don't think that they're very happy to see stand-up comics like. You brought up Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan gets up there and goes, they've been doing this show for 80 years, and this is the first year they're giving away a stand-up comedy. Like, finally, they invited the talented people. I'm Everybody laughed at, that. at home. It was minimal laughing in the, in the people audience. People laughed. I thought they, they found it funny. Because he's a likable person. They know him. He's familiar. I, you know, I didn't know who the hell this coy was. I, I literally never heard of him before yesterday's show. Mm. Check out his Netflix like special. Mo- it's good. He's I'm funny. sure he's fine, and I'm sure he's hysterical. But I, I, I'm sure most of the room was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" If they would have got a Gaffigan or someone, people the, the caliber of the room was familiar with. Yeah, but they would have had the laughs. It's strange that you have a guy like Joe Coy who has been slaying for years and has gotten to such amazing heights with Netflix specials and you know crazy world tour. Like he sells arenas when he goes out. There's not a lot of comp. There's more now than ever before, but there's not a lot of comics who can sell an arena out, and he's one of them. And he goes into that room, and people are like, "Fuck you!" Who cares? like? It's just so horrifying. He, you know, uh, he may sell out arenas, but from the sh- a few f- the few clips I've s- I've seen, he didn't seem very seasoned. He didn't seem like he was. He knew what he was doing up there. Mm. He seemed very like uh, amateurish. You know, he was laughing through his jokes and he was kind of stumbling around. It was just not like he skipped rehearsals, kind of. 
I'll tell you, it was funny. Some of the some of the presenters were hilarious. Like the one guy got up there and he goes, I can't believe Bruce Springsteen's sitting right there. <laughs> and he's like, he had just won for movie of the year or something. He's like, this is crazy. Bruce Springsteen's like right there. And they're like, this is your moment. He's like, I know, but it's like, you know, it's Bruce. He's so close. He's like, I've been trying to talk to you all night. I can't get, you know. Yeah. Um, who somebody said suck it to Pedro Pascal? Who was that? That was pretty yeah. Funny. Kieran Culkin. Culkin. Oh, Kieran Culkin. He was funny. That was hysterical when he was like, suck it, Pedro. Suck it. That's mine. Pedro found that funny. See, there's a joke that yeah. Pedro Pascal, he was hysterical laughing. He was like, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other moments uh, that I found interesting. I didn't know that Timothy Chalamet was dating one of the Kardashian girls. Yeah, I think that was a big revelation for everybody last night. One of oh, I knew that. That's a shame oh. because that kid that had talent. <clears throat> two weeks ago really mm -hmm. two weeks ago that's it but that was he's the one she's the one that was with scott Sir travis scott yep okay yeah oh, travis scott's out of the picture i didn't know that i guess so because i guess he was fucking somebody else behind her back oh, which is kind of crazy because they, I mean, she's gorgeous the both of the jenna girls are gorgeous well they just know? she's had so much work done though like she really which is a shame too because what she looked like before just a natural beauty an absolute natural beauty well, didn't need any work I, no. I thought the jenna girls were really pretty mm, I which think one is this one she looked different yeah which one is he is chalamet dating one of the jenner. I, kylie jenner search kylie. kylie jenner before surgery mm. i thought they were anyway. all just cute cute girls but they, um, that that Kardashian vagina will suck the talent and luck out of any man. It's a shame because <laughs> Chalamet I had a lot of high hopes for him, and he's done for. I can't. Why? Can't what was he in? Dune. Uh, the latest Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Yeah, he did the prequel to Willy Wonka. He was in Little Women. A couple other things. Yeah, I feel like he was the next Leo. He was like the up and coming, young, good looking kid that everybody loves. He seemed a little full of himself, though. A little uh, arrogant in my. You know, like he's mugging all the time and he's like, oh, I know I'm big shot. So, you know, a little. It's not going to matter. Not as going to be around for much longer. I mean, his time is yeah. as limited as a Pete Davidson relationship. You know, it's only a matter of time. And it'll be you. over. I hear you. Yeah. Just word to the why he shouldn't tattoo her name on, on himself. No, he shouldn't. Um, okay. A couple of weird kiss moments. Who is the guy who played the Hulk? Mark Ruffalo. Okay, Mark Ruffalo is in Poor Things or whatever that was. He wins and jumps up, and there's this moment where his wife wants to like hug him, and mm. some other dude kisses him on the lips, like right in front of the wife. Who's the other dude? Do you know? I don't know who the other dude was, but this that legit happened. Like they had this moment where they 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 kissed like cheek kiss and then all of a sudden he just fucking planted one on mark ruffalo and i'm like how long has he been waiting to do that because <laughs> did he then turn and kiss his wife no because it, it, it like they had to get up there like the moment was so it was so bizarrely awkward that's weird and weird you at least i mean if he's gonna do I don't, that's a weird moment for your friend to do that and then not to turn and go all right let me kiss my wife yeah, and, and the uh, wife is just standing there watching some dude kiss her husband, and she's just like, 
oh, okay, I guess I won't celebrate. Like, and it wasn't Ruffalo's fault. It was the other dude's fault. Like, I wonder who the hell that was. Somebody searched this. Like, whoever, the, he had like a pepper, salt and pepper hair too. It reminded me of, this is going to sound weird, but there was, there was a random, and this made national headlines. Dave Matthews is playing a show. They have this big finish. Him and the violin player almost collide, and Dave turns at the last moment, and the violin player kisses him on the lips. And Dave, like, pulls back, like, what the f Like, you know, like, I would rather we hit each other, hit heads, you know? And it was national news the next day, and the violin player goes and does TMZ and press for it and everything like that. What? And and yeah, I, like being like, oh, it was just an accident. It was a weird joke thing. It was no big deal. Then six months later, we find out that he's a weirdo pervert who's been jerking off into other dudes' socks and and sexually Whoa. harassing people. The violin player. This is why they kicked him out of the band. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And then you're like, oh my god, he's a weird. Like, how long has he been dreaming of kissing Dave Matthews? <laughs> and he finally <laughs> took a shot that one night. Like that's what it Dude. reminded me of. Does it? Did his first name by any chance was it Anthony? No. <laughs> No, it wasn't. I wouldn't apologize. If I tried to kiss Dave Matthews, I'd be like, this is 40 years of man love coming out. <laughs> I didn't see you. I didn't hear you say you wouldn't jerk off into one of his socks. <laughs> My whole life has been leading up to this. I have I have to go because I had to do. So, I'm annoyed now because I wanted to stay, but I have to help Gaetano with something. Help him with something, quote unquote. Tell him you're busy. Suspicious. Yeah, I know. I wanted but to get your, your input on the next weird kiss thing that happened. So what Mark Ruffalo, it? it was Ramy Youssef. Is that who it was? What's the next weird kiss? Okay, so this, I didn't see this until clips today, but Ali Wong wins for something. Ali Wong, mm. young uh, Asian comedian. She kisses, um, oh, who played Barry? Bill Hader. Bill Hader, did you see that? I heard about that. I didn't see it, I heard about it. She kisses, little... Ooh, little peck on Bill Hader's lips, like, oh, and everybody's like, oh, are they together? And then goes up to accept the award and thanks her children's father for allowing her to live the life that she's living as a single mom who works. And then they cut back to the table and Bill Hader looks at the other dude who's sitting there like, I guess I didn't get meant, like, give the whole, I guess I'm nothing. And that was a little weird thing. Oh, I missed that, but they have been dating. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know Bill Hader was dating Ali Wong. Didn't El know that. Also, I love that show Beef. Did you see it? No, is it good? It won a lot of oh, awards. It's, it's weird, but it's so good. All right, I got to watch. What is that on? Netflix? Netflix. Okay, because I like Bear. And Beef's not, not far off from that. So, Real quick before I go. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. The things I would do to the guy from the Bear. What's his name? Jeremy Allen White. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. The bear Thank guy? You. Oh my god. He's a god. little young for you, right? No, he's not young. He ain't young for me. Oh, oh, you I see what you're saying. I see what you're <laughs> you saying. like the older man. He um I believe in Jesus now because I saw his Calvin Klein ad. Ladies. <laughs> oh boy. Ladies, do yourself a favor. Get yourself a nice glass of wine. Charge up that vibrator and just, just look at pictures of him. Dude, when I tell you, I'm fascinated by this guy because I look at him and I go, that's the ugliest motherfucker. If that guy went to our high school, he would be abused nonstop for being a coked out looking dweeb with a huge nose and bad hair. Like just 
you would have no problem slamming his face into uh, he's so fucking ugly and every woman is reacting thought, the way she's reacting i liked him from shameless though because i thought he was hot from shameless i did well, everybody thought he was going to be or he should have been willy wonka oh yeah he looks like a young gene wilder good he does, good. He does yeah. look like him um there was a uh, there was a thing though right before i go i'm going to say this um uh, taylor swift and what's her friend over there what's that girl the one selena from only murder yeah um selena there's a whole big thing today selena gomez was telling taylor swift and her friend at the table that she asked timothy for a picture and kylie said no that they couldn't take a picture together really why yeah and i don't Kylie's know a little jealous um I don't well, really there's, know. There's bullshit there between Kim Kardashian yes, and, and Taylor Swift. Thank you, yep. Paul, by the way. I so agree. that's why that's why it's so it was funny, but lip reading ex, experts and they did have some audio and you could clearly see her saying it. And everyone and the girl's face is like, What? Like she said no to you that she couldn't take a picture <laughs> with him? Couple of th- yeah, that's 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 I'm, strange. I'm surprised that uh, that uh, Selena Gomez didn't sit with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I know. Like, I get it. She was at the only murders, murderers in a building table. But still, I feel like if I the wonder th- what the, three what of the... us were at an award show, we would not be sitting at separate tables. Like, um, we wouldn't because we wouldn't because we're all associated with the same thing, and we're friends. But they, you know, there have to be they have to sit with their their people that they did the shows with. I guess so, but it's fucking Taylor Swift. You go, hey. I hey, wonder if there's a seating. Me. It's time you got You got to sit somewhere Frank, else. Frank wouldn't sit with us. He would sit with a, a table of his neighbors. Mm, I'd sit point. with uh, Nicholas Cage. And, oh. uh, Have you like, seen him lately? Oh my God, he looks he's, horrendous. He's sixty years old. He just turned sixty like the other day. It, uh, yesterday it was a, yesterday. it was his birthday. Joe Coy wished him a happy birthday on the there you go. on the show. Yeah, I want to steal the Declaration of Independence. That was a great movie. By <laughs> that the is way. A, that is a good movie, but he is scary. Okay, I that's it. Love that. From your, from your girl. Who's the blonde uh, who? that I like? You got to be a little more specific. I from, know who from the Hunger Games. Yeah, what's Jennifer, her name? Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, she was great. She's hysterical. She when she goes, if I'm not with, if I don't win, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. She's fucking. <laughs> she stole the show. She was that funny. Was great. She is hysterical. I think she's fantastic. She, oh, and she always gives us. She always yeah. gives a great interview. Mm. She's always hysterical. She's very good. And we, what was that movie uh, she was in? Where recently? she flashed her vagina and boobs for absolutely no, no reason. Guess what? It wasn't her. That was a good. It was a good movie. That was I, her. I do not think that was her because I do not think that she would allow a full bush on screen. It was. I, I saw the movie. It wasn't great. No, no, no. It was a dark, like a beach scene, so it wasn't very well lit. So it was very shadowy. So you didn't. You know, it wasn't like it was. I'll most, tell you uh, why. Most vaginas are. Why me. I don't think it's her. Anyway. Because. If they CGI'd her face on someone else's body. It's very, it's very choppy, that scene. It just doesn't flow correctly. Maybe. Go back and watch it. I can't tell you what I heard. I heard, it was t- I heard it was Timothy Chalamet's vagina. That's what Bad. I heard. Could have been. It could have been. Very well could have been. That kid but had- she was great. He was going to be something one day, Frank. I'm telling you right now. All right. But she was funny. 
good Aaron made a good point before and she she brought doesn't it up doesn't sound me. like Aaron <laughs> uh the speeches weren't that great everybody gave a weird like I what am I doing here speech and I I'm so confused and I wasn't prepared for this and I'm gonna rank on someone else because I'm I, I don't know what else to say nobody's speeches were really that great you know the, the thank you speeches just Kieran I thought was good I thought Robert Downey's was okay I didn't see Robert Downey's so to be we didn't see his but everybody yeah. else's for some reason it was, it was very you know oh, I wasn't prepared like you're you're at an award ceremony where you have a one in five shot of winning yeah. maybe prepare a little something jot something down just in case yeah if you're not going to write it down on a piece of paper have something in your mind that you you you're going to thank a certain amount of people by the way anything the girl from the holdovers won and she pulled a couple of pages out of her titties she was like i got a couple Great. of pages i put in my titties just in case i win and here you go i'm gonna read it out by the way Aaron and i watched the holdovers stop it and we friggin loved it really we I thought it was great we have crossed the, we have made a moment happen yeah she won best supporting paul giamatti won he won it wasn't he fucking he was spectacular he's always good and he was he was great it was such a heartwarming movie and we, we enjoyed it it was very good and we watched Saltburn. if you did you see that we did too. Yeah, not, Saturday night. Not as good. Not that? as good as uh, we we enjoyed uh, the holdovers way better. No, I'm with you. I, my shock face was that movie Saltburn. I was looking at D and I go, I don't even know what we're watching. I don't even know what this so, is. It was weird. I was, you know, it was very not. Yeah, it was a mind screw. Mind we we are going to talk about Saltburn and the holdovers at nausea like, like let's wait till the the oscars go let's give everybody yeah. a little bit of time to watch them if you maybe we, i think we should dedicate a whole podcast to saltburn <laughs> because that movie, a whole podcast to saltburn maybe dude that movie i there were several times in that movie where i almost vomited yeah oh 100 almost vomited yeah and then i almost was like who would write like when you think about all the demented things you've seen in films this one was by far the most demented. It was very demented. Plus, I, it's hard. Like three moments. Usually in, in there every, are three. I feel like three moments. So you know what they are. I'm thinking. I have three in my head. I know two of two definite moments. There's two definite ones, and then the last one was. It's hard to. Dis we'll talk about it off the air. All I don't right, want right. to spoil it. For don't anybody. yeah. Don't spoil anything. But that movie, because there was no one I was really rooting for. Everybody's was it like kind of a a jerk nobody was really the, the 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 guy that you were like yeah i hope he makes it or he's the you right know. right i was like this everybody sucks and i don't care who comes out on top here and not not only that it was just I, there was no chance i don't want to again i don't want to spoil it but there was no reason to suspect the ending. Okay. Can I tell you something? There was no reason to make that movie. There was also if no somebody reason to make that movie. <laughs> walks into my office and goes, here's my pitch. And lays yeah, out go, the plot the lines of that. <laughs> get the fuck out. I would be like, I'm going to pay for you to get help because yeah. this is so bizarre. I'll tell you, you know, Uncle Glory Hall. 
we were on the phone. He goes, I go, what are you doing? He goes, hey, we just finished watching Saltburn. I'm on such a high from the holdovers. I'm like, I'm going to, all right, let's, what did is they, it on? Did Uncle Glory Hole watch the holdovers? No, uh, no, but, I, but I t- I've been telling everybody. And he goes, we Glory holdovers. <laughs> Aaron goes, Glory holdovers. <laughs> he goes, I go, what's it on? Amazon Prime. I go, we got that. It's Saturday night. We're looking for something to do. Let's put it on. I was like, I fucking hate this. I just hated every. I'm like, is this a comedy? Is it a horror movie? Like, I don't even know. Saltburn. Yeah, it was. The tone was all met. Like, the whole fucking thing enraged me. When we got through it, I felt like. I was uncomfortable through the whole movie. Number oh, one. the whole movie. Number two, I just, again, I hated. Like, I, you know, in most movies, you're like, oh, this person, this is a good person. This is a cool, cool person. I want to get to know. But everybody in that movie, I was like, you're all jerks. <laughs> I, you hate everybody in the movie. Everybody. Everybody. There's not a redeeming character. No, they're all in dicks. The yeah. It's so okay. weird. But the holdovers. Holdovers was heartwarming. I had one complaint about the holdovers, but it's minor and it doesn't make it, you know, mm, it's fine. Let me hear what this is. Why do you have to ruin everything? I can't. Well, it would ruin it. I could talk to you off the air because it would ruin okay. the movie. All right. All right. I don't want to say anything, but there's this, this scene can't even say it don't say it if you don't don't ruin it I don't, to people in the chat and people watching and listening the holdovers highly recommend great movie my opinion better than oppenheimer yes oh way better it's the best movie of the year there's just no, best movie of the year i okay. want to see american fiction because i love jeffrey wright and and i haven't seen that yet i think it's just in like small theaters right now mm-hmm. um and that supposedly is getting some rave reviews too but well, that's um, not this year, right? That's that would no, be, he that, uh, was that nominated for anything? I think it might have been nominated, yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. I didn't think it made it under the wire, but out of all, I we I saw Barbie this weekend too. I finally saw that. Uh, we saw Oppenheimer when it that. came out. I so I've seen mostly all of the big films, there might be one or two that I haven't really seen, right? But the holdovers by far just is. It's a delight. And you, yeah, it's one of those movies that it's just, you know, you watch them and you like the characters and you're rooting for people and you're, mm-hmm. it's just, there's no crazy ef- effects and it's and not how, an out I, there movie. I think it's like two hours, but in the first 40 minutes, maybe less, you're, you're like watching the first eight minutes and you're like, oh, it's going to be this kind of movie. And then something happens and you're like, oh. Okay, well, maybe it's going to be this kind of movie then. And then something else happens when the helicopter comes. I go, oh, this is re- yeah. this this is going to be something di- completely something different. Yeah, it just it just has different. It was like chapters in a book. It was like, oh, okay, okay. And yeah. it was very well done. I don't know who directed it, but kudos, good good job. And how good the kid was good. Paul Giamatti was, was great, but the girl, I felt like that girl, oh, she, Mary, she was great. For the amount of screen time she had, she almost really steals the film from. Yeah, no, she was, him. she was great. Paul Giamatti, one of those characters that you 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 wish you knew. Yeah. In real life, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I could, because he's he's relatable. He's a guy that you're like, you go, not that you know exactly this guy, but you're like, I I could kind of see growing up and knowing a guy like this. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mary, you, your heart goes out to Mary, and you're like, yeah, you know, you just relate with all these characters. Everybody's got something else going on, and you're like, 
they're all relatable cool yeah you know people that have been through shit and it's like there's so much depth to each person you're like this yeah is well written and well acted and it takes you the whole film really to discover who these people really are yeah which is it does kind of nice i mean that reminds me of like old school like of mice and men when you're like when they're in the bunkers and they're looking around at all the characters and you're figuring out how they got to this place and they're telling you their backstory and all this stuff and you're just all circumstances pushing these people together that's kind of what this movie is like it's like none of them had control over their lives and now here they all are and look at what they're going through and you know yeah and they're all they've got each other and it's it's just a very it's you know it's funny it's what goodwill hunting should have been goodwill hunting in my opinion sucked <laughs> i hated goodwill hunting and so does aaron and we were just really oh i liked it, it i couldn't good. stand it it was just the, it's not your fault it's like shut up <laughs> get away from me come on i had to go there see are, about a, a girl that's so robin there williams are, is amazing in that there are a million of their movies that robin williams should have won for <laughs> I'm sorry, but they gave it to Robin Williams because it was time to give it to Robin Williams. But he should have won three times before that that movie. Mm. Minimum. It's too late in the podcast to start arguing with you about this. It really, it's not a, ugh, what a, what a it is. garbage um, movie. <laughs> but I'm telling you, huge belly laughs in that movie. Like there were moments where I can't wait to end the podcast so I could tell you the what I thought the moment that was the most hilarious to me in mm. that fucking movie. It was so fucking funny. But how does he, how did they do it with the eyes? I think it was CGI'd. You think so? I, and I thought, I thought his eyes were really like that. Cause I remember his eyes are kind of bugged out and weird, but you look at him and then I, afterwards I was like, cause I kind of sort of remember him like that. He's got bug out eyes, but then I saw pictures of him and clips and I'm like, no, his eyes aren't really like that. But they, cause there was a, a, a trivia item if you look on IMDb, Aaron pointed out it switches for some reason. I guess it's a goof. Sorry. That's okay. I guess it's a goof that they didn't account for, but his eye, like the lazy eye, so, yeah, switches. Yeah. But is that just it going everywhere, though? I couldn't really tell. I don't know. Because at one point, there's, there's this eye that goes up, and then at another point, this eye is out of it. So I don't know if that's a normal thing that lazy eyes do, but yeah, it was... It was very good. Uh, he was great. He apparently Gee. went to In-N-Out Burger after the Golden Globes with his award. That's fucking... That's beautiful. Um, it's classic. Love it. Yeah, classic he was, Giamatti. Giamatti's great. He did a great... You know, and he, I could watch him in almost anything. You know, there was that movie back in the day, Lady in the Water, which, you know, it's that M. Night Shyamalan movie, which is not... You know, everybody thought, oh, it's, it's M. Night Shyamalan, but it did it paled to in comparison to like six cents and mm. signs and all of them right you know it wasn't a great movie but i could i could watch it because he's paul giamatti gives a great performance you know and it's not a terrible movie it's a good story it's fun it's sci-fi yeah it's, it's a decent movie and he makes he's 50 percent of the reason why at least 50 percent that I could watch him and everything. He, by the way, this was the this was the reuniting of him and this uh, the guy from Sideways. Who's I never saw Sideways. Like the I, I have to you, see Sideways. What I know, I know. What I know. I, know. 
hey give me a break i saw everything else yeah i yeah listen i'm happy but i mean you you love giamatti that that is legit his best role yeah right he is that was genuine giamatti he is that's at the top of his game yeah yeah no i'm i'm all in on giamatti he's great all right, I, I can't believe you 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 saw something and agreed. Like this is monumental. Yeah, this is definitely, amazing. Definitely enjoyed that movie. A great movie. Um, out of all the movies I've seen that were nominated, probably the best one I've seen. Out of out of all the nominated best pictures, I, I to be fair, I haven't seen like half of the, you know Flower Moon. I haven't seen a bunch of the other ones. You know? I didn't see that one either. I hear it's really good too i don't know but i don't think it has enough even knowing what i know and even with de niro and 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 dicaprio and scorsese it can't be as good as that holdovers that is it, the movie's too good uh sybil agrees by the way about sideways it, it's it's the best it's the best giamatti role he's so good better than uh holdover um i'll tell you what man boy it's unfair same same director that's the they the same guy who wrote and directed sideways wrote and directed this movie um it's unfair because sideways has been with me for so long uh, but i'm so excited about the holdover like i can't wait to watch it again all right like that's how hyped i am for it i gotta check it out it's just one of those things that just flew under my radar i never got around to it i get it i've never seen lost don't tell anybody because they get mad when i say that you never saw lost no I'm going to get to it one Don't day. waste your time. What? Don't waste your time. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't like fucking... Uh... Goodwill Hunting? I can't believe you didn't like Goodwill Hunting. Come on, man. That's well, a good movie. Ugh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it has some quotable lines. It was a big circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You know what was under the radar? Air. Air was really good, speaking of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Didn't see that one either. Is that it's, nominated for anything? It, yeah, it got nominated. Yeah, and it's all about uh, Nike and the Michael Jordan deal and how that yeah. came up, how kind of revolutionary that was at the time and how it came about. It's really good. I feel like not seeing the movie, I feel like that could be a 10-minute clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they, they came up with Nike. They asked Michael Jordan. Uh, how about, can, can you make a two-hour movie out of that? Uh, all right. You can. All right. uh, That's it for us. Appreciate everybody. Links in the description below for Aaron's book. Yes, Oval. And, of course, uh, memberships. Show me potato salad. Catch you guys in the next one. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.